Hey, Chi Alpha. I want to ask you a question. What does an athlete do in the off-season? Do they just sit around eating Twinkies and Cheetos and not even think about the gym until season starts up again? Uh, and there certainly is rest and recovery that happens in the off-season, uh, but an athlete's going to continue to train in that season so that their bodies will be ready for when competitive play starts up again. The city of Memphis has a marathon every December to benefit St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. And for several years after moving to Memphis, I would run in it and train for it. And I would notice that the years where I did not train, right, the years where I would maybe take the summer off because it was hot and not run for a few months. And then when the fall came up, I had to start my training from zero, right, and, and work myself up. And those years, the training was way more grueling. Uh, the race itself was way more difficult, and my time was terrible, right? You can't just not do a thing for several months and then jump back into it, right? And, and so for this reason, athletes will train themselves even in the off-season to keep their body strong, to keep their bodies fit. They, they'll, they'll do conditioning uh, even in the off-season so that they'll be ready when the season starts up again. Uh, again, we can't just stop doing something uh, for big stretches of time and not expect there to be some deterioration. And it's in the exact same way with our relationship with God. In some ways, the season we're in right now is the ultimate off-season, right? Many of the things that we're used to doing are canceled or radically changed. We find ourselves with big chunks of unstructured free time, and we're not really sure how to spend it. And for many students, uh, as we transition to the season where finals are ending, we're going to find that, that free time uh, increase. We're going to have more more time in the coming months that's open, that's unstructured, we're not sure the best way to spend it. And that unstructured time tends to fill up with uh, distractions, right? Uh, and bad habits, and even sin, unless we're very intentional about filling that time with something else. Um, and, and so the, the culture, right, the world has a tendency to pull us away from God if we let it. And, and so if we're not, if we're not being intentional uh, in this season to do things that will help us to get closer to God, that's exactly what's going to happen to us. Uh, right now we're distanced from the church and Bible studies and spiritual communities, those things we may have relied on to help keep our relationship with God strong. And even though we can still engage with many of those things remotely uh, and online, our personal walk with God, our personal devotion and relationship with Jesus has never been more important than it is right now. In a letter to the church that he planted in the city of Corinth in ancient Greece, the Apostle Paul writes about his own spiritual life, and he compares it to that of an athlete training uh, to win a prize. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 9. If you guys are reading along in your Bible, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, we're going to start in verse 24. Again, Paul's writing about his own spiritual life, his own spiritual devotion to the Lord, uh, and he says this, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone who's just running aimlessly, and I do not fight like a boxer just punching the air. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. He says, I don't just run aimlessly. I don't, I don't just punch the air. I discipline myself on purpose because I want to train myself well uh, so that I'll be pleasing to God. My life will be pleasing to God. I want to take this seriously. Paul says we should take our spiritual journey with God seriously because it's important. 
Your relationship with God is the most important part of your life, period, full stop, right? And so we should take it seriously. We should treat it like it's important. Uh, and, and so he says, don't just approach it haphazardly, right? Like a runner who's just running along and has no idea where they're going, right? Just running aimlessly with no plan at all. No, we should be intentional in all that we do, training and disciplining ourselves like an athlete that knows where they're going, right? And that wants to do their very best to get there. We need to train in this kind of way. Train like an athlete. Train even in the off seasons uh, with intentionality and with purpose because our relationship with God is important and we want to make it the, the highest value, the highest priority. And we want to approach it uh, in a serious way, right? And, and so that we can be the very best that we can be for God. We can be as close as we can be for God. We won't allow these seasons where time is unstructured for us to drift and distance ourselves from God, which again is exactly what will happen if we let it. We want to emerge from this season, however long it lasts, this season of social distancing. Now we want to emerge from that season closer to God, not farther away from God. But that's only going to be happen, happen if we're going to be intentional about our pursuit of Him. Uh, it's only going to happen if we're intentional and we train like an athlete uh, in this season. So this summer, we're going to go through a series called Summer Conditioning, which is going to focus on building spiritual disciplines into our daily life. Uh, that's going to help strengthen our connection with God. Each week, we're going to look at a different classical spiritual discipline. Uh, we're pulling them from this book here, right? This is called The Celebration of Discipline, a uh, fantastic book by Richard Foster. Uh, the book is amazing, and you're welcome to order a copy so you can read along yourself and follow along as a companion to this series. And so each week of the series, we're going to look at a different one of 12 disciplines that Foster lays out. We're going to dig into it deeper and talk about how applying those disciplines to our life is going to help us to grow in our relationship with God. You know, what are these spiritual disciplines? Well, spiritual discipline is anything that you're doing to give God room to work in your life. So many of these you're already doing. Things like prayer, things like studying the scriptures, things like worshiping together in community. And so uh, it's any of these things that's making room for Holy Spirit to work in our life. And we're going to specifically look at those 12 this summer. And I think as you build these into your life, as you're more intentional in your approach to them, I think you're going to find it strengthens your relationship with Jesus immensely. You know, sometimes we recoil from that word discipline because our mind associates discipline with punishment, right? Maybe growing up, uh, if we're going to be disciplined for us, man, that didn't mean a good thing, right? That means we're going to be punished. But I want you to separate in your mind the idea of punishment from discipline. You know, punishment may be a kind of discipline, a way that your parents helped uh, to, to, to bring your life into order. But discipline simply means to impose order upon disorder to impose order on disorder. So when we think about disciplining ourselves, we're imposing order upon disorder in our mind, our body, and our spirit. And so we're talking about spiritual disciplines. How can we impose order on a disordered, chaotic spirit, right? And so, so that's all discipline is, imposing order on disorder. Where things are disorderly and chaotic, we want to bring them into order, and that's discipline. And some of you guys in this season uh, of distancing have gotten to do some cleanup projects around the house, um, you know, maybe maybe cleaning up your room, organizing things that have become disarrayed and say, hey, I've got this time, man, I'm going to use it to clean, I'm going to use it to get organized. I know for us personally, we've been cleaning areas of the house, been doing a lot of yard work, uh, and that helps, right? I know it helps me personally. I can't really relax when I look around and the house is a mess and it's chaotic. It helps me to clean uh, and then I can enjoy it more, right? It helps me to straighten up and impose some order on the chaos to enjoy it more. In our lives, 
are the same way. When our lives are chaotic uh, and disorderly, it doesn't give God a lot of room to work. And so the spiritual disciplines function to make space for the Holy Spirit to work in our lives so that God uh, can mold us into the people he wants us to be, gives Holy Spirit room to grow in us, the, the fruits of the Spirit and all those things, those virtues that he wants to see increase in us as we become the men and women of God that he wants us to be. Uh, so the spiritual disciplines are going to create room for the Holy Spirit to work, and, and, and that's really their purpose. The spiritual disciplines are not the end goal in and of themselves. They're only a means to the end, again, to give the Holy Spirit room to work. If we become so focused on the disciplines themselves that we miss the point of why we're doing them, then they can just become another set of rules to follow, and we don't want it to be that. We can easily slip into legalism. Don't do that. Do these things to draw closer to Jesus, not just to pat yourself on the back and say, hey, look at me, I did it, right? So we don't want pride to creep in. We don't want legalism to creep in. We do want to look at these classical disciplines that uh, and people that love God have done for centuries and say, hey, these things are valuable. Uh, they help bring my life into order, and they help me to focus on the Lord and give room for the Holy Spirit to work, and that's why we want to do them, right? So as we think about these things, as we're launching into this series, again, the series is called Summer Conditioning, right? We're going to condition in this off season, uh, we're gonna we're gonna work out, we're gonna train, uh, we're gonna do these kind of things that are gonna give Holy Spirit room to work in our life. And so, as we get ready to launch this series, I want us to prepare our hearts, right? So tonight, as we're thinking about these things, let's prepare our hearts uh, and get in the right mindset for allowing God to do what He wants to do. You know, in the same way that an athlete has to get themselves in the right mindset and focus before the big game, or right? in the same way you might put on a, a playlist that gets you hyped up for a good workout. Man, I want us to prepare our hearts. Uh, right now for what God wants to do in the coming weeks and the coming months uh, as we condition ourselves uh, to, to be more intentional about our pursuit of Him, right? So, so take some time, just right now, right where you're sitting, watching this video, wherever you're at, and ask yourselves and ask the Lord these questions. Ask, ask yourself this, what are some distractions, bad habits, maybe sins, that I've allowed to fill my life and my time in this season, right? I've got these open-ended, unstructured chunks of time what are some bad habits that have crept in, um, some distractions that have crept in, maybe even some sins that have crept in and filled up my time, uh, Holy Spirit, that you want to deal with, that you want to help me remove? Just be real honest with yourself. Uh, again, we fill up our time with distractions in seasons like these, uh, and those distractions can grow and become idols uh, when they're taking our focus off the Lord, when we're spending so much time on them that we don't have time to pray and seek God. Uh, so God, what are those things? Maybe those distractions that have become idols, God, that you want us to remove from our, from our lives. Uh, Holy Spirit, help us to prepare our heart in that way. What are some sins maybe we've allowed to grow uh, in this season that you want us to repent of, Jesus, and turn away from? And the good news of the gospel is even if you have um, and slept into sin, even if you have fallen into uh, the snare of temptation, uh, we can repent to God, confess those sins to God. And 1 John 1, 9 says he's faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Jesus already took the punishment for that sin when he hung on the cross in our place. And we can put our trust in Jesus and what he did on the cross to forgive us, uh, to save us and make us right with God. If you've never ever done that, I want to encourage you to do that right where you're at, to put your trust in Jesus. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Make me right with God. I put my hope in you. Uh, Jesus, be my Savior. Be my Lord. Help me to follow you. Uh, and when you put your trust in Jesus that way, uh, and you begin a relationship with God that's going to last you for eternity, uh, Jesus is preparing a home for you in heaven when this life is over and you're adopted into the family of God as a son and as a daughter. 
And, and again, so maybe it's your first time praying that, or maybe maybe you're a child of God, but you feel like you're far from Him. Because again, in this season, there's been so many uh, distractions and, and things that have gotten in the way. Just confess that to God. Say, God, I know I'm not where I need to be. I'm far from you. God, please have mercy on me. Forgive me. Help restore that close connection with you again. And He absolutely will. The second thing I want us to search our hearts and, and, and ask the Lord is, do I truly desire more of God in my life? Do I truly desire that closer walk with Jesus? And if the answer is no, God, would you help me to desire you more? Jesus, would you help me to long for you more, that I would have an earnest passion and desire for you? In fact, that my desire for you would be greater than my desire for anything else, so that I'd be willing to do anything it takes to be closer to you, God. I'd be willing to implement any of these disciplines uh, to help me to draw closer to you. Help us to come to that place, God, where we desire you more than anything. So pray and ask the Lord, right, to place that desire in your heart. Pray and ask him, God, would you bring me to the place where I'm willing to do whatever it takes to be closer to you? Ask him to prepare your heart and move things aside to make room for him to work in your life. So if we want to emerge from this season of social, social distancing closer to God and not farther from God, and, and we want to emerge from this season stronger spiritually and not just entrenched in all these distractions and bad habits and sins, then we've got to be intentional about pursuing Him in this season, right? We've got to be intentional about training and disciplining ourselves spiritually even in this off-season. And this kind of training involves building spiritual discipline intentionally into our daily lives to make room for the Holy Spirit to work. And that's exactly what we're going to do. All right, so the series, again, is called Summer Conditioning, right? And it's all about building spiritual disciplines in our lives, training in this season so we can be closer to God and our lives can be pleasing to Him. Kyle, I love you guys. Know that I'm praying for you uh, and excited about this series and the things that that God's going to teach us as, as we move through it together. You guys have a great weekend.